Welcome to the Journey of a Misfit with Valerie Hayes and Katrina King. How can I not be judged when your spirit's in this place? How can I not be moved when you're when you're around me? How can I not Hey, welcome to Journey of a Misfit. This is Valerie. This is Katrina. It's good to be back. I hope everyone had a wonderful week. And you're enjoying your lovely Sunday. I know I am. Yes. Good day of rest. Yes. Um, So let's just dive in with what we want to talk to you guys about today. Um, Our word that we're going to be focusing on today is the word spirit. And wow, there's a lot of different ways that we could go with this word. We could go in the direction of talking about the Holy Spirit. We could go in the direction of talking about spirits. We could go lots of directions. But I was kind of thinking today, as a worship leader, and just as a person whose love language is worship, um, and, you know, through song, and obviously there's multiple ways to worship God, but for me it's worshiping through music, I thought maybe we could focus on John 4, 23, uh, with Jesus, you know, in the story where he's at the well with the Samaritan woman and mm-hmm. kind of the conversation that they had. So what do you think about that? I like it. You, you like it? Read that? You want me to read that for you? Yes. Um, so just to give a little background about the situation, um, uh, Jesus was and his disciples were traveling through Samaria, which was kind of a um, unheard of thing. So that in itself was a God-appointed thing. And he came to a well, and there was a woman, if you don't know the story, and she had quite a history with the man folk. And um, basically, Jesus had a conversation with, their, with her around the concept of water and life and worship. So, um, yeah, if you want to kind of pick it up, maybe around 20, I don't know. Jesus declared, believe me, woman, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. Amen. So what does that mean? In spirit and in truth. Yeah. So trying to figure that out. And I think prior to that, she was kind of talking about like, yeah, I know that um, <clears throat> that there was worship that took place in, in this place and over here. And I know that a time is coming. And, um, and it kind of makes me think of how, you know, so often in the church, we talk a lot about what worship should look like and in what context it should be and what feel it should have. And, and, and I don't think that's at all what Jesus was talking about. I mean, when I spend time really asking, what does that mean, God, to worship in spirit and in truth? Um, it has nothing to do with the, what's going on on the outside, um, what's going on inside a church building. It's all internal. It's all mm-hmm. what's going on in our heart and our mind. I think a lot of people, when they think of worship, they think of the hour or the the, the 15 minutes before mm-hmm. the service mm-hmm. or during the service when the, the band or the, the worship leader or the choir or whatever is up singing. Right. And that's, that's worship. Yes. But worship is all day long, every day. Right. That's what I think that's what he means. Worship in, or 
and God is spirit, and he, he, his worshipers must worship in spirit and truth. Right. It's all the time. It's a way. It's a. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of life. Yeah. It's not just singing, and it's right. not just something that you do on Sunday after, or you know, Sunday. Well, Saturday nights for us, but it's not just something that you do in church. Well, again, so let's look at the word spirit, and let's look at the word truth. So the word spirit is, I mean, that in itself, it's not, I mean, it's a combination, right, of body, mind, and soul, thoughts, feelings, it's all of that together. And, you know, a lot of times we'll, we might say something about, like, a person has a negative spirit, or they, they don't seem to be in the right spirit um, for what we're doing, you know, and I, and I think that sometimes that can be judged by actions and the motives behind why you're doing what you're doing. And so to me, spirit is kind of like, um, that motive underneath, you know, like where is it coming from? Is it coming from a selfish um, mindset and and feeling, or is it coming from like a reverent, holy mindset? Mm. You know, with with your own interest and your own preferences put aside, but actually like th- connecting with God because God is spirit, the Holy Spirit is spirit, and when those two things come together. I believe that's when worshiping in spirit happens. Mm-hmm. It's not just in our own strength and our own abilities. It's ne- it can't be. It it's, never is. Yeah, it's we like don't a, have that kind of strength. It's like a connection. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's almost like a connection that we have that the when and as we're worshiping the Father um, in spirit, that that's when the Holy Spirit is coming alive in us. You know, and and it is it's it's just spiritual. I don't know how to explain that. You know, but um, it's it's. Like I said, I think it's more of an internal thing than it is an external thing. So you can't create a spiritual atmosphere by how you make a room look or um, what clothes you wear or what instruments you're playing. I think you create a spiritual atmosphere by what's in your heart oh, that's good. and what's in your mind, you know? And, and that has to come from abiding in the presence of God, you know, not again, not doing it on your own. So that's kind of what I think. I don't, I don't know if what, what your thoughts are on what it means to worship in spirit. Just exactly what you just said. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, and I think it's different. I think it's different from the world. I mean, Mm. it's, it's absolutely. um, Well, because I looked up the definition of spirit mm -hmm. and you know, the, the Webster's or whatever, the non-physical part of a person that is the seat of emotions and character yeah. or the soul. Yeah. So, so ag- that's good. That's, but. So again, I think, and then let's flip over, hold on that, that thought on spirit for a minute. Okay. So let's flip over to truth and what that means. To worship in spirit and truth. And it's interesting that Jesus said that because what did Jesus say in John 14, 6? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the truth, mm-hmm. right? And so he is the word and the word is truth. But also there's that, I think that there's that revelation that she had at that well, that this is the Messiah. This is the promised one. Um, and so when we think about truth, we're worshiping in truth. I think what it is is that we're worshiping in the reality of who Jesus is, understanding what he did and what he represented um, in history and at that time at the well and on the cross and when he was resurrected, all of that, what all of that means. Um, I, th- I think that, that that's the truth piece, you know, that Jesus is the truth mm-hmm. um, and the reality of who he is. So when we think about, we're worshiping in spirit and truth. So when we think about who Jesus is, it should move us to be emotional. 
It should move us to be grateful, to be beside ourselves with emotions, because no one's ever loved like that. Mm -mm. When we really understand what Jesus did, really, I mean, we can get emotional about a lot of things. I can get emotional about cute puppy dogs doing funny (laughs) things. I can get emotional about a child singing or laughing. But nobody makes me as emotional as when I think about what Jesus did for me, you know? And I think about the love of the Father. And so when we put those two things together, that God is looking for worshipers who worship in spirit and truth, I think, I mean, again, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around this, but in this moment in time, Maybe that's what it is. It's that concept of truly understanding who Jesus is and what he did, the truth. But also, I think that um, biblical truth comes in there, too. And then with the emotional piece to it, you know? Because I think sometimes we, ha- we can be emotional in a song, right? Right. Yeah, there's, but there's, there's no biblical truth. I mean, like, I can sing... <laughs> this is me, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I can sing me some Greatest Showman songs and get emotional, but there's no biblical truth in it. Right. And so that's not, I mean, I'm singing with passion, but I'm not singing in spirit and truth because it doesn't have the, that truth of who I am as a follower of Jesus. Does that make sense? Yes, it okay. does. Um, and then the other piece is that we can have a whole lot of knowledge of God, and we can have a whole lot of scripture, and we can have the, the theology in our mind, but not have a, the emotional piece. Right. And so then are we worshiping in spirit and truth? No, we're just, we're go, you know, like we're just speaking out the truth. This is truth. Yes, this is truth. Yes, you are the savior of the world. Yes, you are. You know, and it, yeah. it's, it's. Like it's, the Pharisees. Yeah, like the Pharisees. Amen. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good word. Um, so it, it's both. It has to be both. And I think that they both compel you to, each of them compel each other, right? Mm-hmm. So when we know the truth, it causes us to be in that emotional, spiritual state. Being that emotional, spiritual state compels us to understand the, 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 the depth and height and, and weight of God's love, right? So and I think true. that is... I think that's where we come with spirit, worshiping with spirit and truth. But I think it's a process for sure. Um, I think it's important to know his word. So let's, so, so, so I wanted to talk just a little bit about music too, because as a worship leader, I am always considering the music that we're selecting, you know, and sometimes I love a song, but to me, it's not, it doesn't fit into this mold. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, there, there's not enough. It's got a good beat. It's got whatever, you know, um, but it's just, it's not enough. So, um, so I don't know. What do you think about that? What do you think about as far as like music goes um, and, and worship and that kind of thing? Well, music for me, I'm, I'm a musician and yeah. I have been since I was four. So music is as much a part of me as my right hand pretty much and i'm like you there's songs that will there's songs that i can't listen to because it makes me so emotional Mm -hmm. but there are also songs that are i want to listen to and those are the ones that are the jesus songs the Mm -hmm. ones that when i when i grasp what jesus like you said what jesus has done when i look at that truth and Mm -hmm. that and, and really 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 think about it it's 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 awe, awe inspiring you know right. it's it uh, the, and those songs will the, they they get me on a a different level than the ones that just make me cry because it makes me think about my mom and dad or something yeah yeah not that that's bad but yeah. not that those songs are bad but 
it's the it's the like you said the combining of the spirit and the truth right have you ever this just popped in my head <laughs> Woo, random have you ever <laughs> taken a verse and read it emphasizing each word at a different time have you ever done that before no i haven't okay so do me a favor okay and do with john it's just a cool little thing that you can do um okay. when you're studying god's word um because it you know god's word is living it's breathing it's growing it's always it's never changing but but it always we always get new revelation right like the word stays the same but we get new revelation depending on what's going on in our life and how we read it and and so one of the practices that i will do sometimes is i will read a verse but i'll inflect a different word each time so do the i am the way the truth and the life and just start with i i am the truth and the way and the life I am like that. Is that what yeah, you're talking about? Yeah, that's I exactly am it. The way and the truth and the life. I am the way. The way. The only way. See, that's three different things, right? Like wow. just reading it that way, you're like, there's three lessons in that and you haven't even gotten through the whole thing. <laughs> Isn't that cool? I am the way. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is really cool. So I've never done that. Before. That so so I'm looking at this song that I found today. Um, I just, you know, I'll Google things like what, what are some good songs that have to do with spirit and truth and whatever, and, and then I'll learn about new songs that are out there. And the first line of this song says, I come in simplicity. Oh, I love that. And I'm like, I come in simplicity. I come in simplicity. I come in simplicity. I come in simplicity. Like, so I'm looking at that and I'm just thinking, you know, we could do that with our worship songs as well. So as we're getting ready to sing things and worship, like really look at each word because God can infuse his power into to all of it, you know, um, if we receive it that way. So often we just sing words that just roll off of our mouth and they don't have any authority or power over our lives especially those old hymns i find but if you dig in those old hymns but there's it's scripture and they're beautiful it's i the mean word. there are yeah. some of those that will yes the old rugged cross yes. that's one and yes. um you know the um it is well with my soul yeah i, I, I that just one. well in the story behind that that you yes. gave me a book that, that had um I don't remember the name of it now. David yeah. something. Anyway, but it and it had um, all, it a stories. lot of those yeah, mm -hmm. and the stories behind, behind them. the songs. So and knowing those, that's that gets me too. I think that but, that yeah, I think that's important to if you can learn the story behind a song, mm -hmm. especially after you've already fallen in love with that love letter to God. You know, yes. because that's all it is. Is a lot of times it's a love letter to God. Um, you know, sometimes songs are um, testimonials, you know, mm -hmm. of his goodness, and sometimes they're love letters to him. Sometimes they're affirming us as his children. You know, they're all different things, but um, it's really cool once you've already fallen in love with a, with um, one of the love letters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then you hear then the story in it. You hear the story and what it means to other people, and then you understand the power behind the word, um, because God can take a simple verse and depending on how it's used it can mean so many different things to so many different people and that's just the beauty of yes. him and the complexity of him you know and it's just it blows my mind cool it blows Be my mind before you go on i have yeah. a, i have do you ever get uh, feedback from anybody that listens to the the radio show or the podcasts 
Um, a, a little bit, not too much. I, I'm going to throw it out there, and I'm going to say, if anybody is listening, for you to get a verse and do that with yeah. it, I am the way. I am the way. I am the way. Uh, that and whatever, it doesn't, obviously, John fourteen six, but whatever verse that you want. Maybe it's your life verse. Maybe, I mean, everybody yeah. has a verse that they just kind of cling to. Mm-hmm. Maybe just try that with that. Just take it and... and you think everybody else puts it on their... Uh, tattoos it on their body and puts it on their license plate and but no they but so and then i'm gonna i'm going to um challenge them to get back with us and see yeah and 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 how it affects how they feel or how it's how it affected because in all honesty i think that that can be used as a, a different form of a weapon as well against mm-hmm. the enemy because you know there it might be one time where um where you you know like maybe you're you're feeling um, attacked or whatever, and and you decide to use a scripture like that, and instead of saying "I am the way," you say "Jesus is the way," or you say "Jesus is the way," yeah. you know, which is a different weapon that you're pointing. That word is a different. Yes, it has a different. You know, so it's just yes. cool. I, I just, yeah, I think that's a great idea to challenge okay. you guys to do that and see yeah. what that does for. See what you, and then get back with us because yeah, uh, let us maybe know. send us an email. Yeah, that'd be you're cool. Valerie at mercieshope.net. Yeah. And I'm Katrina with a C, C A T R I N A, at misfitsforjesus.com. Cool. So, can I share this? Uh, yes, it's, please. It's a Wren Collective song. And of course, they're really kind of a, like an Irishy kind of, I don't do it that way. So, but it's an amazing song. Um, check it out. It's called Simplicity. I think it's a couple years old, but I, I just, just discovered it. So, I'd like to share it with you. And, it, and I think it really does, um, it talks about how we don't have to overcomplicate our worship. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. God is not impressed with all of the the bells and whistles. That's he's, biblical. And I'm actually, not impressed with all of no, the, he's not. He's right. looking at your heart. He's looking at your mind. He's looking at are you making me your first? Are you making me your first love? Are you putting me first? And are you fully comprehending who I am? Um, and then are you at an absolute awe of that? And I think that he is. That is what he's looking for. Um, I don't. You know, I, I think that's what. At this point in my life, I think that's that's what I what I can comprehend about spirit and truth. <laughs> so I like it. I, I think you'll enjoy this.
love that song it's a good one thank it's you really Jesus for yes. introducing it to me today so so yeah and you know what that's what it's all about is it's it's about coming to the foot of Jesus and asking him to just make it all about him you know it can't be about us Mm-mm. it's got to be about him it has to be about him was that a Francis Chan book that I read one time that he talks about when you, you, you're going to be in a you're star in a movie and you invite all your friends, all your friends, all your friends to come see this movie that you're in and they're all in the theater and then there's like uh, the very beginning and there's like a million people and all of the back of their heads and you look and like, there, there's, that's me. Yeah. That's kind of like, you know, it's not about you. It's not about us. Right. That it's Was that Crazy Love? I think that's from Crazy Love. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I but, just heard him talk about that just recently. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, so so really, when we think about worshiping in spirit and truth, once we, and I always say that when we get into the presence of God, everything else just seems so small, and everything else just kind of fades away. All all the things you're struggling with. All the um, the hangups that you might have, the the hurts that you've gone through, you know, when you really get into the presence of God and you understand what He did for you through Jesus, you know, um, 
it, it, it really should leave you in absolute wonder, you know, in just absolute wonder and scratching your head and just in disbelief. Recently, you know, I've really just been wrestling with the idea of just spending a lot of time searching scripture and praying about, you know, what, what, what is pleasing worship to God, you know, and, and, um, and this, this old song just kept coming back and kept coming back to me. And it's Matt Redman's The Heart of Worship. I love that. And I love when the song originally came out because I think, I think Matt was kind of in that space where he was stressing out about everybody else's expectations on him as a worship leader and wanting to, to, Obviously, we want to bring excellence, our offering, we want to bring excellence, we want it to be pleasing to God, but sometimes we can get hung up in what we believe is excellent when sometimes what God wants is simplicity. Exactly. He just wants rawness in our heart, you know? And so I I believe that this song was written out of a time where Matt was really challenged to unplug everything. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that he actually showed up one week. When it was just him and his guitar and nothing else. Wow, and did this that song, would be awesome. Um, on an empty stage with no lights, no anything, um, just to get people back to that place that it's it really is not about any of this. It's about God. Mm-hmm. It's all about you. It's all about you. So I'd like to share that one if you don't mind. I would love it. All right. When the music fades And all is stripped away And I simply come Longing just to bring something that's worth that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song, for a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper.
I like that one too. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the story about when I led worship on a, it was an Easter Sunday at the, when we were at the old strip mall. Tell me about it. And my mom, it was before my mom passed away, obviously, but she, I was so nervous and I don't, and I had told Randy, I think it was in November. I'm like, I'm going to, I want to lead worship on, cause I knew if I, if I, that I, on Easter in April, and I knew if I told him then, I wouldn't be able to back out. Yeah. So, and I'm glad I did, sort of, because I couldn't back out. But I was not prepared. I was prepared. I would go up and I would practice and practice and practice. And my mom, bless her heart, we, she would come and she was in her wheelchair. We'd wheel her in and I would sing. And I'm like, oh, man, it's like not. And she would just clap and clap and clap mm-hmm. and clap. And I'm like, and then I would sing it again. And I know I messed up. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And she would just clap. And, and, and I'm like, mom. What do you? I suck. And she goes, <laughs> I don't think so. I just yeah. like being here and listening. Oh yeah. And that's that's the way Jesus is. That's the way God so. is. He just uh, he doesn't care so. if we're in yeah. tune. He doesn't care. We have an audience of one, yeah. and all Amen. he wants is to hear our voice and Amen. just sit there and just and he that's the way he is. He's our biggest cheerleader. Amen. And he's yes, yes, yes. That's yeah. and that's kind of way that my mom was, and that's and that really reminded me of why I was doing it because then she of course came, and I I messed up still on on that Saturday night, but that's okay. <laughs> It is. That's okay. So friends, that's our encouragement for you this week. Yes. It's just when you are in your car, when you're at home, when you're at church, whatever it is, just pour it out. Pour mm-hmm. it out. Sing like you've never sung before. Mm-hmm. And just because he's worth it. Jesus is worth it. Amen. Amen. So listen, guys, hope to see you September 29th. Oh, yeah. Next Faith week Fest. at Faith Fest, Die Kroger Park. Be there all day. Have a great week. Everything is free. Yes, everything is free. Have a good week, everybody. Love you guys. Bye.